previously on Deadpool vs. Thanos, as narrated by Deadpool and Thanos. Hello, Deadpool fans. Thanks for checking in on me and Thanos. As you know, we've been searching for our mutual beloved Mistress Death. Yes, after Abyss Man threw us off the trail, we sought out Mephisto, who I had previously banished to his abhorrent realm after he betrayed me. No thanks to Thanos, we needed a little help entering that realm, and turned to a Hoogan named Black Town to get us there. Upon arrival, we stumbled onto a war in hell. Mephisto greeted us kindly, though he could have offered us a drink, no? He informed us that he didn't have Mistress Death after all, and pointed fingers at Satanish. We were making progress until Blackheart sprouted out of Talon and casually tried to incinerate his father, Mephisto. And as much as I love a good family reunion, we needed Mephisto to help us find our beloved, who seems to be lost in eternity. Thus, we continue. Welcome to Resurrections. And out of Warhawk and Thanos podcast, I think I'm your host, Al Sedano. And I'm your co-host, Joseph. Hey, Joe, what's up? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, you know, same old crap. Yeah. House is, you know, I have a house, therefore it's decided to fall apart. Yeah. Attacking the ants. Yeah, again. What are you doing? I don't know. You're making noises. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll stop. <laughs> I was moving the can- the uh, microphone around. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. That's why it sounded like the microphone was being banged around. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I was banging it around. Yeah. Now, now we know. Now, that's half the battle. Yeah. And speaking of half, we're actually more than halfway done with this mini. We're at the end. Deadpool, we're at the very end. Deadpool versus Thanos number four. The last one. And we actually get Deadpool versus Thanos. How come movies have trilogies, but comic books have quad agrees? Four issues? Yeah. What would you call a four issue? A miniseries? No, there's probably a word for it, but okay, a miniseries. How come comic books have four and movies have three? Because uh, it just kind of evolved that way. That the four issue miniseries was the better, usually the best short story. Okay. Okay. But for movies, I guess it worked out better with the trilogies. Yeah, people probably got tired after three. Well, plus it's like the movies that they did trilogies for kind of just happened that way, like Star Wars. Yeah. Or um, well, I mean that's the original ones, but obviously they were doing big and doing trilogies back then. But also Back to the Future kind of just happened that way. But then like Lord of the Rings. Was supposed to be a trilogy anyway. It's only three movies. You know, it's only three books. Yeah, The Hobbit. Well, that doesn't count. (laughs) The Hobbit was three books, right? (laughs) The Hobbit was one book shorter than all the other books. Right on. Well, now we know. I think you just woke up the dog. I don't know how. But you were doing that, and all of a sudden his head pops up from over there, and he's looking around like, what's going on? Yeah, I have a tendency to be in quiet places, and and then I'll, <laughs> I'll start drinking water, <laughs> and the plastic will crack and everything. What I'm trying to figure out is how he heard that, because I have the headphones on. He's a dog. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right, so how about we just get to uh, me doing the synopsis? Or do you want to do the synopsis like last time? Do you want to do it together, or do you want me to just do it, record it? No, I think you should do the synopsis. I don't think we did a good job at it. Okay, so let's just get to the synopsis, and we'll probably put a promo after that, and then we'll get to us. All right? All right. Okay. Deadpool vs. Thanos number four. Written by Tim Seeley. 
Art by Elmo Bondock. Colors by Ruth Redmond. Letter by Virtual Calligraphy and Joe Sabino. Edited by Axel Alonzo, Heather Entos, and Jordan D. White. Cover art, Trad Moore and Matt Wilson. Variant cover art by Ron Lim and Guru EFX. Cover dated December 2015. Original cover price, $3.99. Outside of reality, Eternity is talking to his prisoner, Mistress Death, when the Inbetweener shows up. Whether it was planned or a happy accident, the Inbetweener works as a distraction to keep Eternity from noticing the recently arrived Thanos, Deadpool, and Black Talon. After Deadpool has a mini freakout about being outside of reality, the three rush to save Death. When they get to her cage, Thanos is upset by how happy Death is to see Deadpool, even going so far as to flirt with him. Frustrated, Thanos takes it out on Deadpool, but his attack is also noticed by Eternity, who attacks them, but that is blocked by Mistress Death. She then loans out a portion of her power to both Thanos and Deadpool so they can have a chance against Eternity. Thanos and Deadpool take on Eternity and actually hold their own until Thanos gets the advantage and starts to choke Eternity using his own cape. Deadpool tries to get Thanos to stop killing Eternity, and by doing that, killing everyone and everything, but is blasted away. Deadpool wants to try again to stop him, but Death takes her power back from him. He realizes that Death wants this to happen. As Black Talon tells him, Each of us, a life spent worshipping Death, and we'll all bear witness to her ultimate victory. This is it, Mr. Wilson. The end. Deadpool still tries to stop Thanos, and for his attempt, is thrown into eternity and back into reality. In reality, Deadpool comes across the dead furry pink monkeys floating in space from issue 1. One of them is still alive and possessed by the Unipower. However, the power needs a better host. Back in the empty whiteness, Thanos is about to deal a death blow to Eternity, when he's interrupted by a returning Deadpool, now possessing the Unipower, making him Captain Universe. The two fight to a standstill, but it's not power that will win this fight. It's Deadpool making Thanos realize that as much as he claims to love death for many things, like because he told Deadpool how he respects him for surviving, for all the times Thanos has come back, and other things like that, Thanos actually serves life as much as he claims to serve death. And with that, Mistress Death turns her back on him. Distressed, Thanos disappears. Afterwards, Death leaves, and Deadpool manages to cheer up a depressed eternity. In reality, life continues as normal. As does Death. Deadpool makes another attempt on Doctor Doom's life, but is dispatched quickly. Back home, Black Talon informs his zombie slaves that he is freeing them and giving up being the Black Talon. He has seen the dangers of serving Death for too long and wishes to avoid them for himself. Besides the original issues, you can find this reprinted as a trade paperback, Deadpool vs. Thanos trade paperback, and also digitally on Comixology and Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Hello, I'm Mark Sweeney, and I record a group of comics fan podcast features under the name I'm the Gun. I've been asked so many times about such a ridiculous-sounding name. Scratch that. Someone once asked me about such a ridiculous-sounding name and where it came from. Well, I will answer that right here. I'm the Gun was the catchphrase, the battle cry, the mantra of an obscure DC Comics war hero introduced back in the mid-60s, Steve Savage the Balloon Buster. Steve Savage was the first subject of I'm the Gun when I began it as a blog, and Savage is a great example of the kind of story, the kind of character I like to cover on the show. I'm the Gun lives in the third string, the fourth string. I love the C-listers and the D-listers. In the age of the trade and the omnibus, I hope to champion the underappreciated and the uncollected. And I do this on features like ITG's ABCs, in which I look at shorts found in anthology titles and in backup stories. Shanna Showcase, on which I index the significant solo appearances of Marvel Comics' greatest jungle queen, Shanna the She-Devil. Reboot Review, where I'm looking at the uncollected adventures of the post-zero hour Legion of Superheroes. And Where's the Trade, in which I ask the rhetorical titular question and shine a light on some favorite run or title that has yet to be reprinted. Along the way, other odds and ends may find their way into the feed, so if this sounds at all interesting to you, I encourage you to check the show out on iTunes, on Google Play, or at its home on the blog, imthegun.blogspot.com. That's I'm the Gun, K 
Comics podcast named after the most famous catchphrase or battle cry in comics. After Up, Up, and Away, and Avengers Assemble, and Shazam, Suffering Sappho, It's Clobbering Time, Long Live the Legion, Hawkeye, Flame On, Excelsior, In Brightest Day, In Blackest Night, Hulk Smash. All right, and we're back. Yes, we are. With Deadpool vs. Thanos Part 4, hopefully we'll think of a better title by the end of the issue. Yes, because they didn't put a title in, right? Yep, nope, 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 because they're lazy. That works for us. No, because it makes us more, have more work to do. Yeah, but then we can make it what we want it to be. Okay, so what did you think of this, at, of the ending? Of the ending? We're going to go right to the ending? Um, I mean, this says the end for the series, this whole issue. Oh. This is the ending. I don't I don't know yet. I think I needed to talk over. I got some questions. Okay, like so. what? Let's start with that. Well, it's easier to ask them when we get to it. Okay. It was an easy read. I'll say that. It was an easy read, so that was good. Well, that's good. I don't want to I don't want to give my opinion until we talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I don't think I've made it up yet. No. So, Eternity is the bad guy. Yes. Eternity kidnapped Death, and Eternity, technically, I think Eternity and Death are, like, siblings. That's what they made it seem like. Yeah. Was it... What's his name? (laughs) Mephisto's son? Blackheart. So did Blackheart manipulate him or not? Um... I'm not sure. We can... It's easy... That's why it's easy for me to ask when we get to it, because I'll show you what, what, like... She says that well, she says that you're being manipulated. Death thinks that he's being manipulated, and then at the end, he's just like he says something about um, Black Talon. No, not Talon. Black uh, Black Heart. No, Black Heart. Okay. He does say something about him. I'll sh- I'll get to it. I'm gonna find it. Okay, since you seek no gratitude, he's talking to Deadpool at the end. And he's saying, since you seek no gratitude or payment, I will simply reward you with a promise. I shall harbor no more anger or resentment, thus providing schemers like Blackheart with no more fuel. No. Yeah, so I don't think he was manipulated by Blackheart. I think Blackheart just kind of took advantage of Eternity being upset. Okay. and they, But they never showed anything, right? Like, there was never a conversation with... Uh, yeah, we never see Blackheart in this issue. Like, you know, never see Blackheart talk to Eternity, right? No. No, that's not put in there at all. I mean, I'm honest, like, reading it, like, when I read it, it's just like, oh, it was Eternity, and he's angry. I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> Where'd this come from? Did I miss something? <laughs> well, I think it's been other things. I just think it wasn't in this issue, but I guess it's because, like he says, you know, pieces keep getting destroyed, the Annihilation Waves, the Infinity Gauntlet stuff, Galactic, everything, you know, those are pieces of himself being destroyed. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's hard for me to relate, especially, like, us humans living in a time where we're actually very overpopulated. Yeah. And then we have the in-betweener. No, wait, who is he referring to as his, let's see. His bosses? Yeah. Order and Chaos. Oh, Order and Chaos are his bosses. I thought he was... Order and Chaos is bosses. No, no. Order, he works for Order and Chaos. That's why he's like the in-betweener. He's like a mix of both, so to speak. Oh, because Order and Chaos kind of work together or don't? Yeah, they do. And they don't. They work together more than the other ones, but they'll also work against each other if they feel like. Basically, when they think like, oh, I could win. <laughs> yeah, kind of like when Death thought she could, she had the opportunity to kill Eternity. So they just wanted him to, because he can't, he can't defeat Eternity. They just wanted him to talk to Eternity, uh, the in-betweener. I'm actually not 100% sure if he actually was sent for them. Because with Order and Chaos, they kind of, I think they would want Death back too. No, I think he said something about him being sent by, his, by them, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think Order and Chaos would want Death gone either. Oh, yeah. That's why they sent him. That's why they so sent him. So I'm almost wondering if the in-betweener was sent by them as like a distraction, intentionally. You know, not just accidental. Oh yeah, he does. He does make it seem like he was 
distracting him. Yeah. Eternity seemed to think that he distracted him. Well, he looks happy that the Earthlings are coming. He's like, let's go this way. You know, don't look over there. Nothing to see. But yeah, so this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what they always have show of Marvel is outside the universe. It's just nothing. All white. But apparently you can breathe. There's there's oxygen in it. Well, I guess if there's nothing, maybe you don't need to. Explain. <laughs> there's no vacuum. There's no nothing there. I guess it's because it's nothing. It, it's like you're outside of reality. No normal rules don't apply. Your body works differently? I think outside there, I think it doesn't matter. Because like he says, you know, there, we're standing on nothing. Yeah. You know, they're not standing on anything. I almost have to wonder if, like, for instance... If someone from Atlantis was there, would they be fine, even though there's no water? Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. You know, or if, like, somebody from... If, like, what if you actually had somebody... I don't know if Atlanteans and Marvel like that, but you've had one of those mermaids with, you know, they actually have the fishtail. Would they be able to move around, even though there's no water? You know, like there's... Oh, they just be kind of swimming in the white? Yeah, just kind of, like, swimming in nothing, because there's nothing there. You're outside of everything. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Let's get a mermaid and throw him in there. <laughs> Let's throw a bird in there now. Yeah. Let's throw a shark. Yeah, see them flying around each other. Look, the shark's trying to try to eat the bird. The bird's flying, but the shark flies with the bird. The bird swims so the shark can fly. Wait. Now, do you think the bird, you know how the bird has to flap his wings? He has to do like a lot of flapping, right? Yeah. It's a lot of work, right? Do you think after a while the bird realizes that he doesn't have to flap and just kind of spreads the wings out? I don't. And then eventually it just puts the wings inside. No, I think. And then just perches up. I don't know. You're smart. It sounds that smart. But that's why I'm wondering if, since it's outside, that's why you also can interact very easily with death and eternity and things like that. Sit on nothing. Alright, I get it. Yeah. Or I'm as Deadpool you. says, it's all white, we're standing on nothing, and the universe is a big dude in a cape, and he's talking to a Star Trek villain. Who's the Star Trek villain? In between her. Oh, who's he? Who is the reference? I don't remember who it is, but there was a character from like the old Star Trek show, the original one, where like kind of looked like that. Like half his face was pure white, half the face was pure black. Right. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I don't know what that is. So Black Talon is still with them. I thought Black. Ta- I actually was worried Black Talon was going to be dead last issue. I, I lost sleep over it. For like the two seconds you thought about it, and then you went back to sleep. No, but I did think he was dead, yeah. Yeah. But I guess, well, he can't be. Oh, well, true. Nothing dies. Yeah. That's right. So he's okay. They go to free death, and of course, death is... Really likes to piss off Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Saying it right in front of him. To the point where Thanos basically causes... You know, starts attacking Deadpool... Although I don't like that panel of, De- of Thanos going, with his finger on his mouth, going, uh-oh. Yeah, they made it, uh, some of these things, he made it very kind of slapstick. I'm fine with Thanos getting angered by Deadpool and smacking him into the cage and causing, making Terry to hear them. I just didn't like that stupid look on his, like, that goofy look. Yeah. Like, out of all the issues, this is the one, like we were saying, like the other ones, they really don't treat De- Thanos like comedy character. He's the straight man. And in here, he's a bit more of a comedy character. I agree. They did, they did a few things like that that were just a little bit very, um, I always say it's very uh, oh man, very my, Brian Michael Bendis style. Oh, yeah, that one? Yeah, because, you know, like Brian Michael Bendis will, well, I noticed that like reading the, uh, the, like the New Avengers or something, which I liked, I loved all the stuff that, uh, Bendis does, but he turns, he tries to make everybody the funny guy. All of a sudden, everybody's Spider Man. Everybody has a punchline. <laughs> and Spidey's like, hey, it's my job. Yeah. Wizards. And it might be funny, but it's like, it, it, he's got the logic that funny goes over characteristic, I guess. that Does that make sense? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Funny is more important than characterization. Yeah, exactly. Like, he'll change the character around. To uh, if a character's not known as being funny, he'll make he'll still put that joke in there. I can see that, yeah. 
Now, you have to go back and forth with this whole death and Thanos thing. Because right after that, look at the top of the next page. Look what she says. He will autonomize you, scatter you across his mass quickly. My loves, take my hands. Yeah, she's lying. <laughs> she's the manipulator. She's lying. Yeah, she's but why, does, why is she worried about Thanos' life here? If, you know what I mean? If she's, uh, That's the thing. Like, I have to wonder if she does care for him. I think if she loves him, I think she loves him, though, as like a toy. Yeah, she loves her toy. Yeah. You know, Deadpool's like her boy, you know, her boy toy, so to speak. Or her guy to have fun with. And Thanos is, why don't you go kill things? Yeah, go destroy that. That'd be cool. Well, you know, just like Thanos is more useful. Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool's useless. Deadpool's, he's an idiot. Deadpool's just for fun. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, Thanos is like, you know, look, I don't really want to do anything with you. I'm not interested in you. But you know it'd be really hot if you, like, destroyed that solar system? Why do you want to destroy the solar system? I don't know, but we'll see if he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Why are you questioning me? <laughs> That's not hot. <laughs> No, he's she's got he's very useful and she's got him she's got she's plays him like a fiddle. Yeah. You know? She's got him under his thumb. She knows what to say. She needs him. Deadpool couldn't do it on his own. Well, she for dead power. He's still stupid. <laughs> he and that's why Thanos was defeating Eternity, not Deadpool. Deadpool's an idiot. He didn't do anything <laughs> this whole series. Well, no, he, he punches eternity. Everything. He punches what? eternity this one time. Yeah, okay, but I mean, who who looked? You know, he ran the last two yards and got the touchdown. But who did all the? You know, all the other ninety-eight yards. I would say ninety-eight, maybe 70. You know what I mean? No. He did fight a bunch of the people with Thanos, though. Yeah, he was. He helped. He helped. He wasn't the leader. He was not the. Uh, the, the captain, you know? Yeah, but mostly it was Thanos taking on Eternity. Until apparently, uh, I guess Thanos decided to go a little crazy. Well, I guess it didn't work. You know, he's tried to destroy the Earth. That didn't work. He destroyed, you know, kill half the universe, the Infinity Gauntlet. I guess if you kill Eternity, you kill everything. Yeah, I guess, you know, he's had the opportunity there. And it looks like he's he's choking him. He's using his cape to choke him. Oh man, that is, I didn't realize that you're right. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, they—that's what all jujitsu is about—is about like using capes, collar, doing collar chokes and stuff. So he should have. Uh... Jujitsu is all about using capes to choke people. I'm gonna fight him. No, I can't. Why? He doesn't have a cape on. Ah, oh, crap! We're in trouble. Get him one for Christmas. <laughs> Here, here's a cape. Oh, thank you. I thought. Oh, I didn't know we were friends. We're not. <laughs> You should wear this around your neck. It's the only way I could kill you. I didn't realize that. That's cool. He's really choking the shit out of him. Yeah, he is. And he is angry. He's angry. He's like, I ex he's like it's because of you I'm existing. My mom hates me. My family. The abandonment of my family. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wait, where does it say that? That top panel where he's choking him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's angry. Now, it's funny, though, he says that. He's like, it's because of you I suffer the hatred of my mother, the abandonment of my family. It's like, dude, you know, okay, maybe your mom hated you one thing, but your whole family didn't abandon you until you dropped bombs on your own planet. So his mom hated him, but, like, his dad and his brothers liked him? As far as I know, because things have been changed, obviously. As far as I know... It was just that he was born different and crazy, and then he built a weapon and got banished, and he dropped bombs on the planet when he left. And that killed his but mom. But the mom never loved him. And that killed his mom. But then later on, they I'm not sure who did it, but they did a thing where, yeah, the mom wanted to kill him as a child. Now, I don't, oh. I don't think there was a problem with his dad and his brother, but I could be wrong. All right, uh. But either way, I think that's what happened. That's why they kind of abandoned him, because he destroyed, dropped bombs on his own planet and killed, like, half the people or more. Yeah, people aren't going to appreciate that. You're going to create some enemies. It's very Cartman-like. Explain. We know Cartman. Why is everyone mean to me? Just because I made you eat your parents, why are you mean to me? And so you're calling me fat. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> Did you see the new episode? No, I haven't watched in a while. I have to get back and do it. 
Uh, all right, I don't want to talk about it, but it's so funny. He's the best. He really he is. is. But it's it's very Cartman like, you know. I do horrible things to you, but why'd you say that one mean thing to me? That's horrible. He's a he's a true narcissist. Yeah. And Thanos is a bit like that too. Why does everyone hate me? Just because I killed them all. Why do they hate me? He's sensitive. <laughs> Come in all shapes and sizes. Coming soon from the Fire and Water Podcast Network. It's Digest Cast, a new show dedicated to our beloved pocket-sized treasures from that bygone era of the 70s and 80s. Hosted by the Fire and Water Podcast team of Robin Shag, and we'll be joined from time to time by special guests. It's Digest Cast, because big things come in small packages. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. That all right? So on the top, when he's really choking, on the second, the next page, where another, the second shot of him choking eternity, that actually is like a move, like a choking move, almost. It's a a little bit of, uh, it's a little bit different. I don't. I'm assuming you'll put your foot, your tiny foot, on the person's head. You put it behind. You grab. You grab their. uh, You grab the collar, and you start choking it with your arm, and then. You take your foot and you put it behind their head and it pushes into the back of their head and you're pulling the collar into their neck. Everybody got that? So it's close. Now, see, I'm trying to figure out what his plan is here. Does she want him to kill everything or does she not? Well, it seems like it to me. Look, she, he's killing. All right. He's killing. Uh, Thanos is killing Eternity. Deadpool is trying to stop with his dead. They both have what do they call it? Death powers. They both have death powers. Yeah. Deadpool and Thanos. Thanos is killing Eternity, and Deadpool's trying to stop it. And then Death takes away Deadpool's powers. So unless unless she knew for some reason that she knew that the only way he was going to stop Thanos was if becoming. Um, Blue Deadpool. Well, see, here's my theory on death. And I already talked about this in an episode two ago, because I did a death episode. With who? Me. Oh, right on. When? Um, Hopefully it'll come out tomorrow. Oh, okay. It's the one I'm working on now. But some theories on death, and I've talked about in a few other episodes, too, is... And based on things I've seen in the other issues, in her use use in the Marvel Universe, death knows she's going to win. Everything will die eventually. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Death is the ultimate winner. That The game is rigged. Death is there going, it doesn't matter what happens. There is no possible way for anyone to win. Even if you guys come back to life, eventually you will die. Eventually the planets will die. The stars will die. The universe will collapse and all of existence will go away. So it kind of looks to me like you know, there are different versions of death in like different comics, and the death here in Marvel kind of looks like, okay, so that's what I have going on. I guess I kind of just got to keep myself busy, because I don't want to be bored. So you think it's all about the end game with her? I think it's just all about her entertainment, for the moment. She knows she's going to win, eventually, no matter what. Doesn't matter what anyone does. Death will win, eventually. So it's all about entertaining herself Right then and there. Because that's all she has, really, is just keep herself busy and occupied. So actually, I think here, I, I think she's not really caring which happens. Because she doesn't really, these are times she doesn't say anything or even make a move. She kind of, like, takes Deadpool's powers away. You know, she doesn't stop him when he comes back either to stop Thanos. I think she was good either way. She's like, well, let's see what happens. Why, you know, why would she take Deadpool's powers away, then? Make it interesting. Because Thanos is now being the personification of death. He has death powers. You know, that's why he's able to actually do this choking of eternity. So it's like, okay, it's a life or death, you know, life-death thing. Let's see what happens right now. I think death would have been fine either way. If that, you know, Deadpool wins, cool. Thanos wins, cool. You know, because either the game's over and she wins now. Or 
game continues. Now, if everybody dies, does she die afterwards? That's a question. That's what I would be worried about. <laughs> now, potentially there is that, of course, whether or not death cares about its own death. That's another thought. Maybe death knows it's going to win eventually. It just doesn't want to win now. How come death is sometimes pretty and in this not pretty at all? Depends how death feels like appearing. Oh, okay. Honestly, that's what I think. It just depends on death's mood. And that's why I think it's all just about death kind of just going, eh, today I'll be a skeleton. Do they still make her as a pretty death in, in some of the other comics, like recent comics? I think I've seen that. Because honestly, thinking back at it, I mean, the only other time I read about death in a comic book was Infinity Gauntlet. Um, well, if you read the old Captain Marvel issues that I was covering, death always appears, death always looks like a pretty woman in those issues. Well, I guess we got to read something where it's more recent. Uh, yeah. Usually death looks like this. But, I mean, think about it, though, also. There has to be something to it, because if death is just a skeleton, it would not have a chest. I mean, you can see these pictures, even though death is a skeleton, there's cleavage. Oh, yeah, that one shot where she's got, they show her with all her curves and stuff. Yeah. To me, that's all about death just keeping occupied. I mean, that's, I think, why she likes Deadpool and Thanos. Thanos, like you said, besides doing things, like being manipulated to do things, Thanos is interesting to watch. He has these machinations, he does these crazy things, you know, stuff, ha stuff happens around Thanos. You know, she just doesn't like him. But stuff happens. He makes things happen. And for her, so, you know, keeps her entertained. Deadpool, on the other hand, is just probably so nuts that it's almost like fun time. Like, she actually gets to let her hair down, so to speak, with him and have fun. Do you think that was out of character her when, uh, when Deadpool said, give me some bone, and she replied, that's what she said? <laughs> with him, that's how she acts. That's funny. So... Deadpool gets chucked back into eternity by Thanos, and then Thanos goes back to choking eternity. Yeah. And Deadpool's floating with a bunch of these dead little aliens. I'm not really sure what they are. Yeah. They showed the, but these are the ones they showed in the beginning of the first episode. First, uh, uh oh, comic. oh, that's right. Oh, cool. That's a nice little comeback, callback. And there's the uni power. Which I, all right, so you know who the uni power is? Yes. It's not a little monkey guy. The uni power is just that power itself. Oh, so it's just going through the monkey guy? Yeah. Oh, so like it had to take over the monkey guy so it could be near Deadpool? It talk to him. Now, is this uni power the thing that was uh, that girl that was Eternity in the uh, Hitman's Avengers? I don't recall if she was or not. It was a... But you know what I mean? Do you know the girl I'm talking about? Have you, did you read Hickman's Avengers? I skimmed and read part of it whilst working at the store. I'm planning on going back to doing a deep dive of that whole, all the Avengers books once I finish doing my rerun of the X-Men, which I'm almost done with. Oh, okay. Well, I tell me then. Yeah. But no, this is, um, do you remember when they did it th years ago? Do you remember when they did Spidey with cosmic powers and like Spider-Man was like super, super strong, could fly and shoot blasts out of his fingers? Oh, I remember you telling me about it. That's... Oh, wait. They, they gave him... What, what was he? They gave him cosmic powers. Didn't everybody have co uh, cosmic powers at that point? No. Just him? Yeah. How'd he get it? This. Oh. Okay, go on. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of This remember. is a thing called Captain so. Universe. It's called the Unipower. Basically, it's like this cosmic thing that, like, goes to whomever needs it the most... For whatever reason, like I don't know how exactly how it chooses who its host, but it goes from like host to host. Generally, you know, someone for life or good people, and you get like this amazing cosmic power, but only for a brief time. Was it around during Infinity Gauntlet? Oh yeah, well before that. What does that mean, like in in Infinity Gauntlet? I, I mean. don't know if it was actually used in Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I like that. Are you worthy and responsible? Absolutely not. Yeah, well. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. But yeah, yeah see, that was funny. That was funny. And that's fine there. There's sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you, you can let things slide. Who cares what that little character says? Yeah, it's true. It's the, that character that says it. It's a throwaway it. character. It's not the uni power. What's the guy called? Captain Universe. 
No, but it's the uni something. Oh yeah, it's the unit power. But when you have it, when you you're, when you have the power, you're you're technically known as Captain Universe. Oh, but it's not the uni power that's saying it. It's the guy that's being. Yeah, uh, it's speaking it's through the blue guy. It's speaking through the little monkey guy. Yeah, that's fun. He's like, ah, whatever. So he shows up as Captain Universe in the middle of nowhere to kick Thanos' ass. And see, that's why like, I think Death was looking for this. Because now, look, this is the Avatar of life fighting the Avatar of Death. I mean, this is entertaining. Though she, is like, she probably has popcorn. I feel like she knew that he was going to become... Yeah. I think she had a feeling like with this much going on, that's what's going to happen come to protect eternity. And so if Deadpool gets you know kicked back into there... Since he was the one that was involved in all this, he knows exactly where to go. It'll just—he's the one that'll take over. And I did like how he actually uses logic to defeat Thanos. You know, I mean, yes, they're blasting the hell out of each other, but he actually uses words, which is kind of funny since it's Deadpool, and he'd rather much you know blow things up and kill people. He defeated him psychologically. Yeah. Actually, he didn't though. <laughs> it really was death that stopped the fight. She took his powers away. Well, his... I mean, he still had his powers, but she took his death powers away. Right? I mean, he yeah. really didn't just... That Deadpool, the really... Captain Deadpool, Captain Universe Deadpool, didn't really defeat him. He held him off, but it was it was death who took the powers away from, from Thanos. I'm not sure if it's death that took the powers away or Thanos who lost the powers. Oh... Like the lack of confidence in what he was doing or who he was working for, so to speak. But he was the avatar of death. He was, you know, death's instrument. He was there for death. And the moment that, you know, Deadpool's like, um, you do realize, and actually, like he tells him, last issue, by the way, when you said how, you know, I was supposed to be dead, but I thrived. And you said you respected that. If you're a death guy, that you should not like that. You should have wanted me to die. You know, you'd be ha- you know not just wanting me to die because you don't like me, but because that's the better way. But you think you serve life, you, death, you serve life too. Because yeah, Thanos, he had a point there. Yeah, because Thanos keeps coming back to life. And I think it was Thanos maybe losing his uh, belief in himself. Like Peter Pan. You know, clap if you want Tinkerbell to live. He didn't want Tinkerbell to live anymore. But either way, you're right, he does lose those powers. Because he doesn't, he has more color to him right before he goes away. And also his eyes are... Have, have color in them. I, I like, by the way, I like Black Talon and Death together. They're cute. Yeah, they're cool. He's funny. He's really, uh, he's really into her. He's, he's like, really in awe by her. Yeah. He's like, I'll see you. Bye. Wait, now they think that dead Thanos blew himself up. I think I said something like that. Uh, let's see. I thought it was, I thought it was because him, he wasn't as powerful as the Captain Universe power now. He got blown up. Let's see. I know I found it. Okay. Oh, okay. The Madman, this is attorney uh, speaking. He goes, the Mad Titan is nowhere to be found. Perhaps obliterated by the uni power. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> right? I said it at the end. I said it right at the end. Obliterate, obliterated by the uni power or... Or more likely stowed away by... Oh, my screen went out. Mistress Death until she has further use for him in some secret war yet to come. Yeah. Was he in the secret wars? Thanos wasn't, right? Uh, he was involved there somewhere. Yeah, he was in it, I think. I don't remember. And he was involved in the... I know he was in the Hickman thing leading up to it. He was in the Avengers leading up to it. Uh, let's see, they, yeah, he was, uh, trying to kill the universes. Yeah. With all the other... Villains. Villains, and Namor. Yes. And Eternity's like, I thank you, um, since you seek no gratitude or pay me, he's like, well, I never said I didn't want anything. Although, I don't know if that's actually going to work out. Why, how's Eternity going to get you money for your Deadpool figure? Well, yeah, I was going to say, uh, no, never mind. It's not worth saying. And then apparently you find out Eternity's ticklish. That was cute. That was funny. Yeah, maybe. 
Although I think that's why Talon has that look on his face, like, what the hell? This is stupid. <laughs> you can't check all universe. You guys are fucking ridiculous. You're an idiot. And so everything goes back to normal. People die again. Now, see, they go back to that family, the dad, the kid, and the grandpa. And in the first one, yeah. they show they show that they're all happy because they're like, oh, grandpa is not dead. He's just very close to it. And now he is. <laughs> and now he is. And they're like, oh, no, we're sad. And as Deadpool says, those furry pink monkeys are just hairy dead ice cubes. No longer able to give me star, spat, star pattern spandex. <laughs> Wait, where? When he's talking to Doctor Say that again? When he's talking to Doctor Doom, the panel right below it. Okay. He says all those furry pink monkeys are just dead ice cubes now. Oh, the guys floating yeah. uh, in space. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I like how does this mean that basically this whole story is him telling Doom that while he has a shotgun on Doom? <laughs> so this whole story took place in like two seconds? Or no? No, I think what happened is I think the story happened, and then he went back to kill Doom again, and he's telling Doom the story. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Technically, if like this was a movie, kind of like Iron Man three, where you know Iron Man three happened, but then it was like it was supposed to be that while Iron Man three did happen, it was all him telling the story to Bruce Banner. I gotta watch that movie again. That's what I think this was like the whole thing did happen, but then it's basically Deadpool retelling the story of what happened to Doctor Doom, who does not care. Who does not care? Yeah. He's like, so we're going to back to original. I want to try and kill you again, so nope. That seems a little bit uncharacteristic of Doctor Doom and very stupid of him, too. Because, all right, Deadpool, uh, obviously somebody wanted him to be killed. And Deadpool was successful in doing it, too. So you'd think that um, Doom would take this into more consideration for self-preservation. Yeah, I like, think this is because it's the last page. Right. Uh, everything's got to be cleaned up at the end. Yep. And then, but I like this with Black Talon. He's like, I'm retiring. I thought that was cool. It's very, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh, yeah. Samuel uh, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, like. I'm going to walk the earth. Yeah. Changed him, man. And he actually, the, uh, he's not going to be the master anymore to the zombies. So are they just going to walk around on their own? Maybe. Maybe they're just going to live in the house together. It'd be like a commune. Him and the zombies are just cool. hang. But they do end up a little bit of a serious note. like Because he was using that mystic mirror to see what Deadpool was doing. The ghost mirror. That's what he calls it. Wait, I don't even know if I paid attention to the very end. So what happens? Okay, you want me to be Black Island and you'll be the zombie? Okay. okay. Um, so Black kind of voice do I... What kind of voice do I give the zombie? I don't know. I'm just going to use my voice for Black Talon. He's just a dude. All right. Yeah, I'm going to use my voice, too. Okay. I'm tired. All right. Okay. Yes, because it is 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to tell you, buddy. I'm so tired. So he says, And so things return to what they were. The snake always trying to swallow his own tail. So he's saying, like, basically, Deadpool's, you know, everything's Deadpool's back to being Deadpool. Yeah. Zed. You can come in now. I'm done using the ghost mirror. Is that the name of the... Uh... Zombie? Yeah, Zed. Yeah. Okay, so that's me. Yes. Yes, Master Black Talent, sir. My name is Zed. My name is Samuel David Barone, Zed. You be doing best to call me that, because I ain't your master no more. And that's when he takes off the mask. You're, you're letting me go? I'm letting you all go. All the life in the universe got another chance. Seems only fair that you should, too. And what have you taught, Samuel? I've seen things, Zed. Things no living thing was meant to see. Proof that life is a beautiful, wonderful, fleeting madness. I've been serving death all my life. I've seen what love of death will do to a man, and I ain't spending one more day pining for its embrace. I pity anyone who does. Oh, okay, so he's... Throwing shade on Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, he's smart. He sees what Thanos is like, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to say, out of everything, I like the use of Black Talon in this the most. I mean, this is probably the most characterization that guy has gotten in, like, probably, like, 20, 30 years. Well, if you think about it, he's the only one that learned a lesson in this whole thing. Yeah, true. 
I mean, death's just going to back to her, as far as I'm concerned, manipulative ways of, you know, well, um, how do I alleviate boredom? Deadpool's back to being Deadpool. He might have realized that he's close to Than- closer to Thanos, and Thanos might have realized that too. But really, that's just a little, that's just small compared to what Black Talon came, went through. Yeah. His whole life changed. Yeah. Now the only thing I have to wonder about is: is Deadpool still immortal or no? Because he took the curse away. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he said he did, but I'm not sure. I think he did too. Let me go back. Well, much of Deadpool, Thanos did it, or that's what happened with, when Death lost, you know, took her powers away from him. Oh, oh, okay. Well, they didn't say it Because when he's talking to Eternity, he says, I spent the last few years immortal being a total jerk. And if there's one thing I can say, it's that life needs death. And since this took place, like, between, like, those two, Thanos, those two Deadpool series, remember they said it took place right before, like, the most, you know, that most recent Deadpool series? <laughs> And he did die at the end of that series. I have to wonder if in between those series, like, he was immortal in the one and not immortal anymore. And this is supposed to be where he lost that immortality. Hmm. Anyone who knows Deadpool, let me know. Yeah. If you know anything, let us know. (laughs) These are just questions. We're not giving answers, people. Well, except for the ones we know the answer to. Yeah, then, then then there's the answers. Then we're giving answers. Okay, so what did you think of the issue? Uh, like I said, I like it better now that we discussed it. When I started reading it, I was just like, well... I don't know. It just seemed like the there was uh, some holes in the story. Yeah, there's one or two ones still. I'll still say there are a bit of one or two holes. Like, if I think he lost his immortality, but it's not really... You know, like it kind of implies it, but it doesn't say it, so I'm not sure. I think he did. Because I know Deadpool did die right before, at the end of his series before Secret Wars. Now, whether he died because he wasn't an immortal anymore, or it, he was immortal but something was done to kill an immortal, you know what I mean? I don't know what. But that's my guess, is that he lost his powers. You know, immortal power there. Who's more popular, Deadpool or Wolverine? Now or over all time, you're saying? Now. I don't know. Possibly Deadpool, but that's because as far as I know, Wolverine is dead. Oh. Uh. So, Deadpool, I guess, because Deadpool's the one who's actually around, doing stuff. Well, Wolverine's still kind of around. There's old man Logan. Yeah, but that's not Wolverine. That's not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, but it's still Wolverine. Yeah. It's just an adaptation of him. It's not the real one. That's the one they'll get rid of as soon as they feel like they need to bring the original one back. It's like, all right, we're going to kill all the other versions. Yeah, I guess that's right. Because it's because I was looking at when I went on to the Marvel Unlimited website to read this comic. I saw a thing of the new one of the new X-Men issues and it shows a picture of uh, like all the people, characters in there. And there's there's young Cyclops in there. And I just looking at it, I'm like, well, let me know when Cyclops comes back. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's not Cyclops. That's young Cyclops. Well, see, I don't, now, those ones I don't mind having around. I don't mind having the young X-Men and the old X-Men, you know, the older versions around. I kind of like I don't mind them around either. I don't mind them around, but that's not Cyclops. No, I still prefer the old Cyclops. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, that's the Cyclops that went through everything. Yeah. You know? He was more interesting. Oh, he was so he's so interesting. <laughs> he's so cool. He was the best. They they made him because looking back at it, like yeah, Cyclops was a dork and kind of annoying at in the older comics, at least in some things. Like he's all, he's very pointing his finger at people. <laughs> like you guys did this wrong. <laughs> he's very much critiquing people. Not much of a personality, and he's just after. Uh, after well, they said like uh, he changed ever since he died. Well, uh, ever like yeah, ever since he died and they, uh, by um, apocalypse, and then came back to, and then they started. Uh, oh yeah, yeah back, back like in the yeah right before like Grant Morrison took over when they did New X Men. Well, yeah, because that's when it, when I, I started reading Grant Morrison's run, and from then on, like Grant Morrison's run, you could see like he was totally changed person, and that was his problem with his marriage with uh, Gene. Ma- Gene, I was going to say Mary Jane, is because he's a different person now. 
I think the problem with his marriage to Mary Jane was Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like Cyclops. At least, I mean, I'm still, he's still alive where I'm reading. Oh. Uh, spoilers. I know. You think they're going to go back and Thanos is going to go back and kill the, kill the, uh, the bunny guy and the horse? Possibly. Probably. He promised he would. Meaning, do you think they're going to show it in a comic book? No, probably not. Probably not. If it was going to happen in pages, it would happen here. Unless the unless the same team does Avengers, Deadpool vs. Thanos 2. But this is more of a... This is a story on its own, right? Yeah. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Other podcasts love feedback, and this one is no exception. So please, send us some. If anything I've said in these episodes makes you think of something, you have a comment, you disagree, let me know. Send an email, resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com. Go and comment on our Facebook page. Go in the search box, look up Adam Warlock or Thanos, where one of the first things to pop up. Tumblr is the original home of this show, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. And of course, go on Twitter, at AdamThanosPod. Talk to us about this or, honestly, any other comics. Why do you think I'm doing this? I like talking about comics. Speaking of social media, when I posted the last episode, which was episode 66, our first supplemental episode, focusing on early appearances of Mistress Death, we did get some of these likes and retweets and stuff from that, so let's go over that real quick and thank those people. On Facebook, when I posted that episode, it was liked by Paul Showens. On Twitter, it was retweeted by Out of the Fridge, Russell Rosenkild, Adam Cadmon, and Comics in the Golden Age. It was liked on Twitter by Out of the Fridge, Myrna Loy, Benny underscore RT2, Russell Rosenkild, Doc Strange, Adam Cadmon, Comics in the Golden Age, I'm the Gun, Joe Crawford, Brian Z, and Le King 2 underscore zero. Thank you, everyone. I also want to continue what I have been doing, which is thanking a few more people who have been following the blog on Tumblr. This episode, we'd like to thank Sacred Profane 15, Ricky Mate 99, my Spliff 420. Oh, this one's hard. Minimalistic Barillo. And Sean W357. Don't forget, if you're finding this show on iTunes, which I'm assuming probably the majority of people are, if you like it, please give us a review. Well, I prefer the ball be five stars, but I'll take a four star one at this point. It's been a little while since I had one. And I will read that on the air. And if you are outside of the United States, send me a message using one of these social medias I just mentioned, letting me know you left a review, because apparently iTunes makes you go through special hoops to look for reviews from other countries. So I want to make sure I find yours and read it. This show can now be found on Stitcher. In case you don't know what Stitcher is, Stitcher is Radio On Demand, a free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discovered from 20,000 others. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store. All right, so now we're up to the Friends and Enemies section of the show. In case anyone doesn't realize or forgets, in the Friends and Enemies section, we take a look at all the other comics that we've talked about a bit already in the show before, and we see where they are as of the cover date of the issue we're covering today, which was December 2015. And in case anyone's wondering why we didn't do that for issues three, that's because issue three came out the same month as this one. So there. And this time, because this is right after Secret Wars, there were only two issues that qualify. And the first one is... Avengers. Zero. <laughs> no, wait. It says, it says all, the, all these names, but doesn't say uh, what they do. Yep, just... Uh, I wrote it there. Oh, okay. All right. Avengers Zero by James Robinson, Mark Wade. G. Willow Wilson, mm-hmm. Al Ewing, Jerry Duggan, Leonard Kirk, Ma- Mahmoud, Ma- Mahmoud Asar, Victor Abanas, I think. Victor B- Bananas, Gerardo Sandoval, Send- Sandoval, Ryan Stegman. Why are you doing this to me, Kenneth? <laughs> I let you choose. Kenneth Raccoon Fort. Paul Neary. 
<laughs> and Paul Neer. Yes. First Avenger, Avengers issue post post Secret Wars. Oh, okay. With stories setting up A Force, all new, all different Avengers, new Avengers, Squadron Supreme, the Ultimates, and Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, this is the first Avengers issue. After, like, like you know, when Secret Wars came out, and then they restarted. You know, everyone started up again with number one. This mm-hmm. was the first Avengers issue, and this was kind of like their lead-in for like all their Avengers family titles. That's why it had so many creators on it. They all did different stories, little short stories, setting up their titles. Oh, so these are all the writers. Yeah, that's all the writers and artists for the different ones. Oh, okay, cool. Up to uh, what was it? James Robinson through Gary Dugan are all writers and then Leonard Kirk to Kenneth Ruckaford are artists and Paul Neary's an inker Tracer shut up Paul Neary's good he's not a tracer I'm kidding so that's what it was like five or six stories in that issue you know like there, here's the Avengers story you know here's the new Avengers story here's the Ultimates here's Squadron Supreme it was the hope of you know that came out first and the hope that you would read that and go oh okay I want to read Ultimates and Avengers did you read any of these yet? Um, I've read. Let's see. I decided with my post with my because I started reading all the Marvel stuff after Secret Wars. I decided to just jump to that. I'll get the Secret Wars later, but I'm start the new stuff. I started reading this series. I figured I'm going to go to the first crossover it's in, and then I'll what I'll do is I'll read all the other issues that are part of that crossover, leading up to that. Then read the crossover and then go on. And then as I do that, I'll have to keep reading a more and more series because I'll have more and more crossovers. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm reading up. I, right now the ones here I read so far is the first several issues of all new all different Avengers, new Avengers Ultimates and Uncanny Avengers. I haven't read Squadron Supreme or Air Force yet. All right, New Avengers seems to be. Wow, is uh, Sunspot in charge? Yes. And he's got he's in charge of he's still owning uh, running AIM at this point. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's smart. <laughs> Oh, these guys are a problem? Oh, what if I bought them? What if I bought their... Okay, you guys aren't villains anymore. You work for us. Yeah. I mean, that's genius. That's really genius. It's funny because all these superheroes... There's so many of these superheroes in Marvel and DC that are <laughs> extremely rich. And <laughs> they could probably utilize, do better with their money than <laughs> than being up criminals. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Okay, so what else did you read? Oh, you read Uncanny Avengers. Mm-hmm. And that's got it. Um, wait, who's in A-Force? Who's that girl next behind uh, Captain Marvel? Hold on. I got to go back to the thing. Uh, that's a newer character. I'm not sure who. Oh, okay. What's her powers? I don't know. Oh, okay. Who's that? Is that Kitty Pride that's with uh, Black Panther? No, that's a character called Miss America. She's not a beauty pageant, though, right? What? She's not a beauty pageant, right? No, it's not a beauty pageant. Yeah, it's not a beauty pageant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ultimates is good, uh, too. I liked Ultimates a lot. Yeah. And Ultimates and New Avengers are both written by the same guy. I thought... Wait, I thought Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, was the leader of the Ultimates. Yeah, she's on that too, but you know they like to do that. Yeah, that pisses me. Now, off. also, I haven't read A Force yet, so I don't know how that works or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she even does appear, or if they only have her on the cover. So, is Avenger A Force is Avenger Force, right? A Force is basically this one—the book they made where it's an all-female team of Avengers. Oh. I thought they were going to make it like X-Force, where they kill people and stuff. No, maybe they do. I don't know. So far, like I said, I haven't read Squadron Supreme or A-Force, but I'd say all the ones that are all the ones I've read, Ultimates and New Avengers are my favorite. Okay. Who does that? Who, who writes those? Uh, Al Ewing is the writer for those. Oh, right. Huh? So he does both those really well. I like them. Ultimates is some cool stuff with Galactus. Oh, that's yeah. That's where they feed him. Yeah, yeah, that was smart. And the only other issue out that month was Invincible Iron Man number one by Brian Michael Bendis and David David Marquez, 
And I have no information, except it's the first issue of the post-Secret Wars Iron Man. I know nothing about it. I couldn't find its description anywhere, really. Uh-huh. I know in this series, not this issue, but in this series, Mary Jane goes to work for him. Yes, I did see something like that. Because they're not together, right? Peter Parker and Mary Jane are not together? I haven't got to know Spider-Man books yet, so I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Like I said, uh, I was just reading up to that first Avengers crossover, which is called Avengers Standoff. So the only things I read were the four books I already told you, plus uh, the Captain America Sam Wilson, Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Beyond that, I haven't read any of the other Marvel books, you know, after Secret Wars. I'm well behind on them. But yeah. I'll get to them eventually. I'm not worried about it. I feel like death. You know, they're all going to come to Marvel Limited eventually. I'll read them then. Yeah, there you go. But Makes it easier to decide what you're going to read. You're like, well, this is on Marvel Unlimited, and this is not. So. Yeah. That's all that came out this in this month that's on our list already. There was no Fantastic Four book, no Hulk book, no Iron Fist book. Who else there hasn't that? been a Fantastic Four book since, right? No, not since Secret Wars. Yeah. They just they just have the family out in space making universes. Yeah, well, some yeah, except for the Human Torch and uh, the thing. Now, what are they doing? Well, when Secret Wars ended, the thing was on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And the Human Torch was part of Uncanny Avengers. So the Human Torch was actually the issues I read. He was in those first few issues of Uncanny Avengers. But now they're starting a new series called Marvel 2, no, Marvel 2 in 1. Which used to be the Things team up book, if you remember that from like the seeing reprints of that from like the seventies and eighties. It was his version of Marvel team up. Oh, okay. Because, to be fair, some especially back in the late seventies, early eighties, two of the most popular characters were the Thing and Spider Man. Oh so, yeah. You know, yeah. So you know, Spider Man had Marvel team up, and the Thing had Marvel two in one. Each issue was the Thing and somebody else teaming up. I mean, it lasted a hundred issues, so obviously did pretty well. So they're bringing that back, and it looks like it's going to be the thing in the Human Torch. Yeah, that works out. So I think they're going to set that up to be the return of the Fantastic Four. Because people are saying, because they know that Marvel's doing that new legacy thing, and they're going to like redo the numbering, so it's going to be the high numbers again. Well, they always go back and forth, right? Yeah, well, they're doing that again now. You know, they're going back to the legacy with like all the numbers, like the high numbers for everybody. And here's the thing. Somebody was saying, um, I forget what Fantastic Four was up to. I think like it was up, they were up to like six-something before. And somebody said, you know, if they do 12 issues of Marvel 2 in one and that counts, the issue after that would be Fantastic Four 700. So the assumption right now is we'll get 12 issues of Marvel 2 in one and that'll lead up to Fantastic Four coming back. Cool. Superman, Blue Beetle, Captain Marvel, Firestorm, The Crimson Avenger, Batman, Halo, Guy Gardner, The Sandman, Shadow Lass, Dollman, The Star-Spangled Kid, The Flash, The Phantom Stranger, Power Girl, Hawkman, Fury, The Challengers of the Unknown, Nightwing, The Whip, Johnny Thunder, The Suicide Squad, Deadman, The Spectre, Warlord, Amazing Man, Our Man, Adam Strange, Doctor Occult, The Doom Patrol, Captain Comet, Creep, Green Lantern, Uncle Sam, The Guard, Batgirl, Dr. Mid-Jonah Hex, Black Con, The Manhunter, The Guardians of the Florence, Blue Devil, Dr. Fate, The Legion of Super, The Secret Origins Podcast, covering every issue of DC's Secret Origins comic from the 1980s. Hosted by Ryan Daly and a multitude of guests from the podcast and blogging community. Secret Origins Podcast. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at fireandwaterpodcast.com. I guess that's everything for this issue, right? I think so. All right, we'll have to find something else to bring you back for, Joe. Yeah. Because this is over. My use is over as well. I have no use for you anymore. At least until Thanksgiving. I'm like Thanos. You're useless. You put me back into that mirror until you... Figure out what to do with me. Yes, back to the mirror with you, Joey. What the hell are you doing? I'm trying to think about what I'm going to be on next. We'll figure something. You'll get out of the mirror eventually. Now back in there.
Say goodbye. Goodbye. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended or happening or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peacelovproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. There you are. Feel better? I. Wait, what? A little bit. Good. A little bit. Yeah. All right. How did it sound? Yeah, it sounded good. All it recorded right. it well, so I'm happy. Good shit. Good shit. All right, oh, I'm ready to go. Hold on a second. I just got to put my plug my phone in. Be right back. I got All What are you eating? What are you eating? Gum. Let me know if it's too loud. I'll spit it out. You might have to. Can you hear it? Yeah. What about now? Yeah, I think so. You can edit that out, though, right? I'm not going to edit it all out. Fuck you. That's too much work. I believe in you. <laughs> I don't. Mm. Yeah. I'm spitting out. Let me suck it now. Mm. You're a prick. All right, it's out. You're a prick. All right. All right, ready? Ready. Do you have the issue by you? Do you need it? I got it right here. I'm ready to go. Okay. Three, two, one. Middle fingers. <laughs>